Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hello, singers, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast with your favorite podcast co-hosts, me, Ben Valen, and your good buddy, Jamie Vendera. How's it going, Jamie? <laughs> I'm trying to make him laugh. Because <laughs> he can't see me as we're doing this. How are you doing today? I'm glad to be back. Well, welcome back. So today's topic is about throat sprays, teas, gargles, other oh stuff that we can use. <laughs> yeah, oh my. <laughs> other stuff we can use to kind of make our voices feel better and, you know, just kind of keep ourselves in good health. All right. Well, let me start off with a, a negative memory. So uh, <laughs> we know why this stuff could help. I remember being 16, 17 and playing with a band called Flint. Love those guys. I just got to hang out with the guitar players a couple weeks ago. Billy Massey and Donnie Eubanks, some, you know, lifelong friends. And back then... I didn't know anything about vocal health. Donnie's going to be mad when he hears this, but I remember him saying, hey, man, take a shot of peppermint schnapps. That'll clear your sinuses right out. Didn't work. <laughs> but somebody else along the way, maybe a coach, one of my first coaches said something about lemon juice. And so I got one of those little plastic fake lemons. I didn't know you had to dilute this stuff. I took it to the gig, leaned back and squirt in the back of my throat and the first three songs of the the first set were awesome i mean it's like it cut the phlegm and i was just on fire and then crash uh i hit uh, just i just exploded and my voice just was shot and i was like what is going on and somebody uh was there i forget who it was and they said what are you what are you doing that lemon juice for and i was like oh it's you know so i can sing and clear out everything and opens me up they're like no 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 it's so acidic you know you have to dilute a little bit in water that's the only way that'll help but i was shot for the night but at least i learned a lesson so that was my introduction into using anything i actually had a similar experience um there was when i was in the in the military we had a uh, we had a, a rock band basically and one of the singers, he was having a little bit of difficulty with uh, the gig. They were actually at a gig. And so he brought with him lemon juice in between each song. You know, after each song, he would squirt some lemon juice. And I, I, went, I was like, oh, no, just no, you, you're better off not doing that. It's so acidic. Um, and, and also, this brings me back to another point, which is something we discussed in one of our earlier podcasts is, Lots of people can give you advice. Not all of the advice is good advice, and not all the people offering advice know what they're talking about. So when it comes to vocal health, I'm not saying you should only listen to us. I'm not even saying you should take everything we say. Um, I encourage everyone to do their own research. Um, and, and when it comes to doing research, look at actual authoritative information. Don't just look for information that you know, confirms what someone else already told you necessarily or confirms what you think sounds good. Try to get down to the actual real science-based um, view of it. But Absolutely. That's, that's, what, we, that's what personally uh, I would recommend doing. But, and also, we're about to get into some of this stuff, but I want to make one more point before we move on, and that is 
if you use teas, throat sprays, lozenges, supplements, anything like that, if you use any of that stuff and it helps you feel good when you're singing and it helps you um, sing longer, that's great. But what I don't want you to do is to develop a physical or mental sort of crutch. addiction or crutch to this. Like if you can sing really well after having tea and you have tea every time before you sing every time and then one day you're, you can't get your tea because you ran out or you don't have time for tea and then you mentally freak out like, oh, I didn't have my tea today. I'm not going to be able to sing. And that sort of is a mental thing. Like you were able to sing before you started having the tea, you know, three months ago and you've been having tea every day, but now you suddenly think, oh, now I can't sing because I don't have my tea. Not necessarily. So I would advise you to watch how you think about this stuff because some of it is good for you. Some of it can help you. Some you can feel better about it, um, but don't like rely on it mentally or physically. Second point is, if you if uh, you get hoarseness, you feel tension, stuff like that, and you use some of these products and they help you feel better, that's great, but there could be a problem. Like mm -hmm. if your voice is always drying out or you're dealing with tension or whatever, that could be a problem with your vocal technique. Um, and sure, uh, a throat spray may help you feel better, but that doesn't solve the problem. You have to fix the technical problem. And uh, this is something we discuss in our uh, our group live training sessions that we do with the Vendera Vocal Academy. And also Jamie has, I don't even know how many at this point, hundreds of PDFs and videos in there that cover all sorts of stuff, stage performances, vocal health, hydration, vibrato, uh, on and on. So I'd advise everyone to go ahead um, if, if you are interested in working on your vocal technique, be sure to check out VenderaVocalAcademy.com um, as well as, you know, there's a lot of other cool stuff you get there. So, Jamie, let's jump into the teas, okay. everything you got. What do you have? Well, uh, I guess we'll talk about throat coat tea, <laughs> tea from traditional medicinals. Um, for me, after my negative story with lemon juice, a few years after that, I'd moved to Hollywood and studied voice at Vocal Institute of Technology, Musician Institute. And I remember Tim Bogert. Uh, he was a bass player for Vanilla Fudge, and he was actually a teacher at MI. And though he was a bass instructor, he had an open vocal forum once a week. And I love this man. He was so informative, and it, it was really the technique of like Elizabeth Sabine and Jim Gillette before I really knew a lot about it. It was just so in your face and here's how to project your, your voice. Well, I came in, I won't be lying. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm living in Hollywood. You might get a little drunk every once in a while. <laughs> so <laughs> I came in hung over and I'm like, ah. and he's like, okay, Jamie, I want you to sing. We're going to work up to a tenor E. And I'm like, oh, damn, I can't do it. He flips me a quarter. He says, get your ass downstairs and get a, a thing of throat coat tea. I'm like, what? He said, just tell him throat coat tea. So it's a quarter for a bag and they, they put it in hot water. Never heard of it. I came back with my tea bag, started slurping this stuff. Very sweet, but wow. For me, it, it took away the dryness and the heavy pressure that I had at the time. I'm not saying it was a miracle worker because, again, like Benny, Ben just said, we don't want to uh, have you relying on this stuff. But at that point in time, when my voice was in need of something, this tea helped. Uh, to open me up. So, you know, I've been a lifelong fan of uh, throat coat tea since then. And I know that you drink it too as well. Yeah. So I read about it, you know, and I am like just incredibly skeptical about everything. I am always 
show me the evidence, you know, <laughs> I want to see a double blind, you know, multivariate uh, study long term, you know, it's I, I'm very scientific minded. Um, anyway, so I read up on throat croat tea and I read about the different herbs and stuff. I read about what it supposedly does for you. And, uh, frankly, uh, from what it looks like to me is we could use some more research on this stuff, but there is some preliminary stuff, some early findings, um, some limited studies that do point in the direction of being favorable. So I decided, okay, fine, I'll try it. Um, even though it didn't, it didn't scream solid, solid, you know, proven scientific stuff the way antibiotics are, for example, um, it looked to me like, uh, there might be some benefit to trying it. So, you know, it's not that expensive and you can buy like, uh, a six pack of boxes on Amazon and like each box is like 16 bags or whatever. So it's comes out to, I don't even know what it is, maybe 20, 30, 40 cents a bag. And uh, yeah, I decided to try it out. So my what I like about it is one, it tastes really good, um, I think. Um, two, it smells good. And, uh, and it does make my voice feel better. Um, I don't know that it's like amazing for my health, but I do know I do like having it before practice. Sometimes I'll have it after practice. Sometimes I just have it throughout the day. And it's just, it's just nice. I just enjoy it. Um, and so I, for that reason, I actually just finished up, uh, a cup of it right before we started recording this. It does make my voice feel a bit better and I don't have it every day cause I don't want to rely on it. Like I was saying earlier, but it's, it's pretty good. So it's called throat coat tea. I get the, I think it's the lemon echinacea. They have like regular and then they have the lemon echinacea stuff. I think it tastes good. Um, there are some, uh, the scientific word, the medical term is contraindication, which would mean contraindications are you should not use this if so this something applies to you. And so, you know, everything has contraindications and I forget what they are. I don't have the box in front of me. Something about if you're allergic or sensitive to certain types of stuff, you wouldn't want to use it. So just be sure to read the box. I would say with that, since it's got licorice and you got to watch your blood pressure because licorice has, you know, there have been some studies that says it can affect your blood pressure and raise it. So, but um, yeah, I've tried, I, I love that tea, but I've tried like, there's another brand like Yogi Tea and there's five or six different brands I tried and eh, it's all kind of, I'm not going to lie about the same, but then I, I kind of think, well, maybe with me, I, I like drinking hot water. I can drink it plain and it makes me feel really good. So that could be part of it too. Right. Uh, again, Benny and I are the perfect team because he's the, the medical guy and I'm the herbal guy. <laughs> so he questions <laughs> so, everything I say, but it's okay. That's yeah, for those who aren't familiar, I am, yeah, Jamie, Jamie likes trying stuff out and that's cool. And, you know, if, if something works for you, go for it. I am, I want hard evidence type of guy. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, so I, I encourage you the listener to go ahead and experiment, do your own reading, do your own research. If something you think is worth trying out, give it a go. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. I tried another tea the other day, Ben. I need to uh, get to you. There's a company called Wendigo Tea, mm -hmm. and I believe the owner's name is Sky White. And it's kind of a throat coat-like tea. I looked at the, all the properties, and it has the slippery elm and the licorice, and but it has a lot of uh, ginger. So I actually got some... And I will be honest, uh, my throat felt really good. Everything felt relaxed. I did not enjoy the taste. <laughs> However, 
uh, in defense of, of it's called siren tea is what it is. Um, it, it's purposely, it's a ginger tea is what it is. And if you've ever drank ginger tea, you either love it or you hate it. I hate it. Um, I remember being in Bahrain and I had food poisoning and I had to do a TV show, a radio show, and then do a four hour workshop. And uh, a student had come from Iran, I believe it was, uh, and they brought me some, uh, some ginger tea. And I'll tell you what, it got me through the gig. I sang just fine, even though I felt horrible from vomiting the night before. However, I flipping hate the taste of ginger. <laughs> but if you're a ginger lover, uh, you might prefer that over throat coat. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you actually get the herb itself so you can steep the herb, which some people might be more into that. And, um, you know, bottom line, you got to try these teas for your own uh, and see if you like them or not. Something I want to <laughs> add while we're here. Um, you said something in your story earlier. I think you said something like you took lemon juice with you to the gig and before you started singing, you you know, you squirt the sum into your mouth. And uh, on that topic, I advise everyone, if you're going to try a new thing, don't do it. <laughs> no, I, no, absolutely. To... Absolutely. Who was it? Um uh, I can't believe okay, Decim Bass from Starset. I can't believe I, I mean I just talked to him the other night. Uh I just got him started on zinc. I said, get you some zinc lozenges. However, don't you know, let's let's wait. <laughs> try it and then make sure you have a little bit on your stomach because it can make you sick. But you never yeah. want to try because you know, throat coat tea may be the best thing for you, or you may hate it and be like, Oh my god, my throat's on fire. You never know. Everybody can have a different reaction to to an herb. Right. Or anything that you take so yeah so don't don't try new stuff where it's gonna be like you know if you have a, a series of gigs coming up next week maybe today's not the, the perfect time to try a bunch of new stuff wait until after all the gigs are over um, and that that would so I, when I was in the military we had a guy do something like that he's like oh I'm gonna try this you know he brought some kind of crazy I had ne I never even heard of it, some new crazy supplement thing um, as we were about to go on a long hike and, uh, he was, he ended up feeling really terrible, threw up, you know, it was, it was just bad. So just be careful about that. Um, I want to mention, by the way, a lot of the stuff that we are covering in, uh, this podcast, uh, is in the, in Jamie's book, raise your voice. And for those who are not familiar, that's one, it's probably Jamie's most well-known, uh, sort of his flagship book called raise your voice. And, uh, it, it's an excellent book. It's about 400 pages in here. He covers vocal technique, how to increase your range in full voice without hurting your voice, um, falsetto, advanced stuff like grit and screaming and growling without hurting your voice. Anyway, in here, there's a chapter, chapter 15. It's called The Singer's Medicine Chest, and we don't have time today to go through all of them, um, but there are a lot of the different things you can try, vitamins, uh, tea tree oil. He talks about different herbs. He talks about all sorts of cool stuff. So I do recommend you can check out Jamie's book, Raise Your Voice. It, you could probably actually check it out from the library in your local area if you don't want to get yourself a copy. And uh, personally, if you, if you don't get a copy, I think you should, uh, should reconsider that decision. It's not very much. You can get it on Amazon and it's very well rated. Uh, over a hundred five-star reviews, I believe, at the last time I checked. And also, you, if you like, you can get a free digital copy of the Raise Your Voice book by joining the Vendera Vocal Academy, which is uh, the school where Jamie and I teach all sorts of stuff. And we have monthly, sometimes multiple times a month, 
uh, live group lessons where we help singers in a group setting. We ask questions, demonstrations, all sorts of stuff like that. So that's in the Raise Your Voice book, chapter 15, Singer's Medicine Chest. You can get the whole book for free at uh, by joining the Vendera Vocal Academy. You get a digital copy. So Jamie, let's move on to, um, I know you had some other stuff you wanted to cover, other products. What else did you have? Yeah, uh, I want to jump on sprays and remind me, we'll go over a gargle um, in a little bit, but um, you had mentioned don't, don't do anything before you go on stage. And so talking about sprays, and if you have a raise your voice, one of the sprays that I promoted in the past and still like is a spray called Entertainer Secret. Now that was designed by a a pharmacist. I, I, it's been a while. I think his name was Gordon Schmidt, but it's it's been so long. My my brain is uh, forgetting. But I remember loving this and mentioning it to somebody I was interviewing about 10, 12 years ago. And I can't remember the name of the band or the singer, but I, I remember they kind of sounded like Tool. And uh, we were joking. And I said something. He said, "Oh, you mean that band that sounds like us?" <laughs> oh, kind of. <laughs> But I can't. But he was talking about. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember the name. That um, he didn't like Entertainer Secret because it had the glycerin and it wasn't natural and it had the carboxymethylcellulose, so it was more medicine-y and it kind of made his throat dry. So there is a situation where your mindset tells you what you like, whether you're an herbal guy or a medicine guy. But however, uh, that could also be the truth with him. Maybe it did affect him wrong so anything that we do mention you definitely want to try so entertainer secret for me was a great spray i know rolling stones used it, i believe bon jovi uses it but it's just a, a light spray and it kind of gives you back uh the lubrication in your pharynx now this isn't going down on your vocal cords so get that out of your mind you know when you spray this in it's just to get rid of that dry throat uh thayer's make some sprays they actually make the slippery elm lozenges that are good to suck on to kind of make the throat moist so they have a couple sprays out and i know that a lot of cancer patient patients a lot of cancer patients use their spray because it's very good if you've had chemo or the radiation where your, your throat gets dry and it kind of helps to moisten everything uh benny is there any sprays that you used or liked or didn't like yeah i um i really like the entertainer's <laughs> secret personally and uh <clears throat> Something you mentioned, you know, about, okay, so one version of Entertainer's Secrets all, you know, chemically, medicine-y, the other one's more herbal, natural stuff. And so this is a, this is a little bit of an ongoing friendly discussion, uh, you know, dis disagreement um, I think we have. And that is, you know, just because just it's a, a chemical sounding name or whatever doesn't necessarily make it worse for you. Um, and pretty much any... Um, any so you could take any natural sounding thing. You could take apple, for example. Apple has an apple has a bunch of chemicals in it. You know you can take uh, a banana. You could take any type of meat. There are tons of different types of chemicals in those. So um, I do want to and and for that gentleman who you just mentioned, it is possible that maybe the more you know quote natural version did work better for him. And if it does, if it felt better for him, then great. You know use what works for you. Um, but I do just want to, you know, I, I don't want our listeners to be afraid of something just because it's a long sounding word or sounds like a chemical like water. The actual chemical name for that is uh, dihydrogen monoxide. And so you hear dihydrogen monoxide. It sounds terrible. I can't drink that. No way. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, no, terrible chemical. <laughs> and, and people think carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide uh, actually is very dangerous. Um, but that's not even close to the same thing. Monoxide just means it has one oxygen um in the uh in the molecule so uh i like know, entertainer secret i've never had a problem with it you so know, anyway i 
that's just a tiny little point I wanted to make, but I love Entertainer Secret. There was another one I tried. There, there's another one in the book, but uh, that's like the herbal version of Entertainer Secret by right. Osha, who makes Vocalese spray. And she has another one called Pro, Pro Tours that is uh, this, basically the Entertainer Secret in a right. form. Oh, yes. Vocal Ease. That's the other one. I, I just love Vocal Ease. They, these two, Entertainer Secret and Vocal Ease actually taste pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, the Super Defense Throat Spray is the other one listed yes. in the book. Um, I, at the time that I got this book, I looked up and it, I couldn't quite find any of these on the market. Maybe I'll have to go check out their website again or Amazon. Maybe they were well, just the one. The one thing I hate about Raise Your Voice, and I probably do need to edit it, is... It can, it can be uh, set in a time period because you know right. how companies come and go. So yeah, some yeah. of these sprays may not exist. I know that OSHA is always redoing her brand with Vocalese. So, um, you know, I'll have to check into that. But, um, you know, I still use it. Uh, to me, Vocalese is like vitamins for the voice. I like to have a – that's one I don't I don't use it for singing per se. Don't mm. get wrong. Uh, don't get mad if you're listening to this, OSHA. It, to me, it's more like, okay, every day I need to take vitamin C for immune support. Uh, I want to take vocalies, two or three squirts for vocal support. Uh, so I don't like use it right before I sing, though that's what it's made for. Yeah, so um, I do like some of these sprays. Um, I would recommend, you know, you don't need them. But if you want to get a bottle, try it out, see how it makes you feel. You can do it before practice, after practice, during practice, just kind of throughout the day. If you are in a humid or sorry, an arid area where it's not, you know, the, the air is really dry. You can try it out and, uh, you know, just experiment with it and have some fun with it. Um, superior vocal health. Um, I really like my favorite one is throat saver. However, I know they're making a lighter version. It is, it sets your mouth alive. It uh, has some peppermint and, you know, I'm highly like, you don't want to do peppermint or this or that because it dries you out. But I know the guy who made it and I know that he balanced it. So it doesn't leave you drying. Uh, well, it's dependent. You know, for me, it doesn't leave me drying. You know, you want to check it out. But I, I take that. That's the one I take with me when I go on the road or like his vocal rescue gargle, uh, which we'll get into gargles here in a minute. But um, even in the end, if you don't have any, we talked about this in the hydration blog. If you had a little one to two to four ounce little spray bottle, you could fill it full of water and just <sighs> inhale as you're spraying it in your throat. Because what are a lot of these sprays supposed to do? Hydrate. hydrate the pharynx and the tongue and the roof of the mouth and all that. So you can still do that with the water, not negating these sprays. I do like these all, but try them out. Find out what works for you. I remember back in the early 90s, there was um, Singer Savings Grace was by, I think, uh, Herbs, etc. And I used to put, uh, it didn't have a spray back then. It was droppers and I put it in my water. Did that help me any? I, I, I really can't say if it did or not. I mean, I know I still scream like a banshee, <laughs> but, but I may have been in good vocal health. Uh, now I don't, I haven't really used it because it's, it's very alcohol based. I mean, it has a strong uh, alcoholic type of taste. Not that I'm a recovering alcoholic or anything. I just don't like, you know, the taste of alcohol, you know, rubbing alcohol in anything. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan either. But I mean, as you, I think you said in one of your other, uh, one of the other podcasts, you said, you don't have to be a monk to be a singer. But no. the more, you know, the more negative stuff you can avoid, you know. So if you do enjoy having a drink every once in a while, I, you know, I, try to keep it every once in a while, or maybe not before gigs, or uh, if you if you feasibly could, you know, if if it if you're drinking and it doesn't affect your voice negatively, then you know, not a big deal. But well, it I probably will, does. I won't say which rock star told me this, and he's someone who's very popular in the States. 
And uh, and he's worked with everybody from Adele to Little Wayne, and I'll leave it at that. But uh, I remember him saying, "I got to have a shot of Yeg before I go on stage." <laughs> and I'm like, "Look, I'm not here to to be your guide. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Am I happy about it? No. But at the end of the day, it does. As your voice shot it before he said, "No, it loosens me up a little bit." Well, I believe there's other ways to get loosened up, but hey, it works for him. He's making millions of dollars. I'm not going to complain, you know. Right. So you have to decide if a you know a shot of yeg or a cup of coffee is all right for you. For sure. So just listen to your body, pay attention. You know, if you try something new and you use it for a week, you know that that same week or the following week is it easier? Is it more difficult? Are you drying out more? Are you drying out less? Is your throat uh, more relaxed? Stuff like that. Also, there could be other reasons that you would experience a bunch of positive benefits. One would be you're getting better at vocal technique or you're improving, um, you know, you're not using too much air or whatever. But, you know, just kind of pay attention. If if you are having a bunch of lemon juice and then after a week or two, it's way harder to sing. Maybe we try skipping the lemon juice and see if things return back to normal. Good. Um, gargles, unless you got anything else to sound spray. Let's move on to gargles. Okay, uh, I remember doing a, two back-to-back shows in China. actually flew over, and I did a live show that was live for like, I forget how many million people. And you talk about nerve-wracking. I remember before going on, it was a contest. I was in the Qingqiao province on an uh, island in the middle of a lake. It was a Buddhist monastery, and it was a contest. I didn't know this. So there were literally 99 people. They had a schedule, so it was 100 people trying to break a wine glass. They had famous Chinese opera singers, Kung Fu masters, pop stars, everything. It was, it was, it was crazy. So I'm watching them go down the line. And then I start worrying, thinking one of these guys going to break it or no one's going to break it. And then I'm going to be on the spot and I get nervous. And I remember I had superior vocal health, uh, vocal rescue with me. I gargled this and it literally took that dryness away from me that I had. And it ended up being, one of the best TV shows I've ever done. I mean, I shattered three wine glasses like it was nothing. And I remember the first one popped in like five or six seconds. And they said, oh, well, that glass is weak because everybody else, 99 people have shouted at it. Well, I break the first glass and I'm cocky. I'm all right. <laughs> so I'm like, give me the next one. And everything went fine. So I do use Vocal Rescue. I keep it with me. But I'm always searching. And I found this. It's called TMRG. And classic is what it is. And I actually took it with me to Krakow, Poland a few years ago. And I had three days of workshops where I was screaming, you know, Alice in Chains, uh, Whitechapel, uh, ACDC, just teaching singers how to do all these different gritty sounds. And even if you understand your technique, when you're doing three days, each day having a three-hour workshop, and then you have 15 to 20 students and half-hour sessions afterwards, it's taxing on the voice. So, of course, I had Vocal Rescue, and I tried the TMRG, and every day my voice felt amazing. Now, I can't really – I haven't really used TMRG since then. Uh, I've had it setting here because it is very alcohol-based, and that kind of irritated me. But So I can't say whether it really worked for me, but I know using both of these gargles, uh, I did have excellent vocal days. So, And, again, it's something I wouldn't do every day. You don't want to get uh, addicted to any of this. Uh, Benny, anything that you gargle with? Oh, actually, I don't use any gargles, um, except sometimes, you know, hot water as high as I can, uh, temperature as high as I can stand it without, you know, burning myself. 
Um, and that's about it. Um, well, that's good. It gets the blood flow into you. That's why I like to drink hot water. A lot of people gargle salt water. You know, you hear that from your doctor. Uh, oh, yep. speaking of which, I remember uh, Miles Kennedy. If any of you are, are fans of Miles from Alter Bridge and Slash, we've been friends for many years. And I remember it was the the Blackbird tour. And if you look, if you have the Blackbird uh, CD, if you don't have it on iTunes, you look in the liner notes, you will see a thank you to me. I'm very humbled to be in there, and this is why. Uh, they were in Columbus, Ohio, and I went up to hang with Miles, and he was so, so sick. He's like, I, I don't know how I'm going to make this show. What do you want me? What do you think I should do? Well, I have this gargle that I use. Now, this is personally for me what I what I use, so I can't say that this is to treat or diagnose or help you out. you got to figure this out for yourself. But for me, uh, I've learned the gargle from a vocal coach years ago and kind of modified it. And what I do is I take like four to eight ounces of warm water, I put in one to two tablespoons of organic apple cider vinegar, usually Bragg's apple cider vinegar, a big fat pinch of to a quarter teaspoon of uh, salt, uh, a little squirt, maybe 10 drops to a squirt of lemon juice or squeeze of lemon juice. And I like cayenne pepper. Like I'll take a couple capsules of cayenne and break it and put it in there. And I, I mix this up. And Benny's laughing because he's like, I don't know how this works. Well, really? It, it Miles will tell you himself. He said it saved my butt. That uh, sounds more like uh, Mexican food than it does. Well, it is. <laughs> well, let me explain it. Well, as far as what is said to happen, you know, there's a lot of talk about what apple cider vinegar does, and it's supposedly supposed to kill the bacteria. Everyone knows salt clears out the mucus and clears out some of the, the junk. The, the lemon juice will get you salivating a little more. And the cayenne is like the Mexican. It's to to get your blood flow, to kind of get everything a little hotter. So all of a sudden, you know, you got the phlegm cleared out. Your throat's on fire. <laughs> well, it's really not. It don't hurt. But it, <laughs> I use it. when I've been sick, I use it and it opens me up. And you know, See, the way you describe that, it doesn't actually sound all that enjoyable. You're going to be salivating more and it's going to clear out the mucus. I just imagine someone who's like really sick with like just yeah. not running down their nose. Well, and listen, I'll make, I'll make it even mouth. worse. I'll make it even worse. I remember <laughs> I remember watching Miles real closely because I know he was sick. And I swear to you, I know where he had his gargle setting. I said, keep it on the stage. And when Tremonti's playing the solos, whenever a gargle, every time he disappeared, he came back out with the nastiest look on his face, like, oh, my God, because it is nasty. And it reminded me, I just found this a couple months ago. It's called Gargle Away. And I totally forgot about this, except it was laying around my computer. It's throat care uh, for sore throats, laryngitis. And it is really pricey. It's like six bags for 20 bucks or something crazy. But I got it to try it out and listen to this. It's got Himalayan salt, organic honey, licorice root, apple cider vinegar, um, Mediterranean oregano, which is another good thing, lemon, and cayenne pepper. So basically, it's got everything that you would go buy in a little packet. The only setback it is it is a little pricey. But I've tried it out, and uh, man, I mean, I, I feel pretty warmed up. Again, I don't live on any of this stuff, but when you're in a situation, especially some of my artists, and they don't want to do steroids or anything because they don't want to, they want to be able to sing, but they don't want to risk the chance of like really blowing out their throats. Because uh, steroids, I'll be honest, it's the wonder drug. <laughs> I mean, it. I've used it before for my skin, or I've been on a TV show where I've shot, and this is years and years and years ago, uh, where I was just so sick that I was on antibiotics 
and I was just already on prednisone and it did help me to get through it. I wouldn't suggest it for anyone. I try to shy away from that uh, because you do sing like a bird, but you could over sing uh, with that inflammation. So gargles like throat care, uh, you know, you can try TMRG vocal rescue to see if that works for you. Um, personally, it does for me, but it may not be for everyone. Like Vinny said, he doesn't use any gargles. He's sitting Something there. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to say, you're just sitting there playing with the microphone because he's like, God, I wish he'd shut up. I, I don't like gargles. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, personally, I'm not convinced. So some of this stuff, I can agree, does have beneficial effects. <laughs> some of it does seem to come down to the person using it. Some of it, I'm not entirely convinced that it does uh, what it says it's supposed to do. So I would advise everyone, experiment read if something sounds like it'll work for you if something sounds good you want to try it go for it um just again make sure it's not you know too close to some critical performance um that it that that's the first time you're trying it a lot of people and one of the points that we make a lot is that we have one instrument we have one set of vocal cords right we don't we can't just if we blow them out if we ruin them like if you snap a guitar string no big deal. You just go put a new guitar string on. With your vocal cords, not quite so easy. And so for that reason, you have to be very careful about vocal technique and make sure you're practicing properly and you're getting good vocal advice. Not only that, that also applies equally to anything you might do in terms of supplements or teas or sprays um, with your voice as well. So I encourage everyone, if you want to try these out, go for it, but approach it with caution. Don't overdo it on your first time around. Try it out, see, you know, maybe take a couple days, see how it feels for you. And you, you might end up finding some stuff that you really enjoy. And do it before a rehearsal, not before an actual gig. Right. Uh, just to check it. And, you know, if one doesn't work for you, don't don't feel that none of them work for you. I mean, not that we're trying to get you to spend a bunch of money, but you might have to hit and miss. Um, there, yeah. there are some that I've tried in the past. It's like, eh, you know, or that I don't really use anymore. Uh, because I found something that worked for me better. But uh, again, it all boils down to technique that'll keep your voice in shape and your hydration. Definitely. So I think that's about all she wrote for the day. Um, Jamie, do you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I'm good to go. This is a good basis for them to start and start researching and figure out what sprays, gargles, teas works for them. Definitely. And just one more time I want to mention, uh, I know I mentioned it earlier, but in Jamie's book, uh, Raise Your Voice. Chapter 15 is called The Singer's Medicine Chest. And then we have a couple more chapters on vocal health, such as diet and exercise, singer's daily regimen, a bunch of cool stuff in the book Raise Your Voice. You can pick that up on Amazon. Just search Raise Your Voice, Jamie Vendera. Um, or if you want, you can get a free copy, a digital copy of the book Raise Your Voice um, by heading over to venderavocalacademy.com. And uh, you can sign up there. You can participate in our monthly uh, group live training sessions. You can get tons of great videos and PDFs that Jamie has created. If you like this podcast, the Vendera Vocal Academy is like the next level um, in terms of uh, quality and information. And uh, you can get the book for free. And uh, as with everything, I know we're not directly sending them to buy from here, but uh, with everything we do uh, with the Vendera Vocal Academy, it's, you know, we have money back guarantee and very few people ever ask for refunds. I think it's something like less than 2% of people who've ever been through the Academy. So that means, you know, 98% of people love it. Um, but yeah, so if you are not already on the Sing Better Fast podcast, I think I'm going to name it something new, the Insider Pro Vocalist List, <laughs> the <laughs> Insider Pro Vocalist Club. If you're not on our notification list for 
future podcasts, go ahead and sign up for that. You can go to singbetterfast.com and you will be sent any uh, new stuff and you'll be able to email us directly, any questions, feedback, ideas that you have. And uh, that's everything I have. Jamie, last words? No, I'm good to go. I hope to see you on Bandera Vocal Academy. All right. I appreciate everyone uh, listening and uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, Take we'll care. See you in the next Sing Better Fast podcast. <laughs> Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. 